was, that's not part of it, bro. Mm. Okay. All right. Whew. Episode Whew. 30, Patrick Solomon. Jacob Ham. How do you feel? I feel like my life's changing, bro. Welcome back to the fans. I know it's been two weeks since we've posted anything, but we're making big moves, making progress. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I guess what I kind of just want to come up front and kind of apologize because we have been slacking a little bit on the podcast and it's something I do. I do care about. I yeah. Do. You'll see how much we care in the upcoming. That's, you know, some, th- some good things take time as people say, but the biggest thing I'm learning is I'm going to speak for myself, but I think a lot of people do this. They live their life in fear. I've been living my life in fear. Yeah. Unaware. Yeah. And another, I guess another way to say that is people live their life, speaking for myself, in comfort. In, in comfort. their comfort zone. Right. You know? And the same thing with the podcast. I think for both of us, there was, um, I guess we've been doing this, what, since March, right? So there was a nine doubt. months. Mm-hmm. And... God knows me and you have both faced faced our doubts with just the podcast, but then, you know, relating it to life in general and the things that we've been trying to accomplish. There's steps, I think, that me and you have been looking to try to take to further progress who we are and where we want this podcast to go and where we want our lives to go. And being comfortable is what's been holding us back. Uh-huh. I, I'm starting to learn that you can't achieve greatness and only do the, the stuff or the parts of something that you want to do. Like for instance, if you want to get in shape and go to the gym or you want to go to the gym and get in good shape and you just go in there and bench press every day, you just do up your body, your legs are never going to get strong. Yeah. Or if you never run because that's the uncomfortable side of it, that's the fearful side of it. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people think they hear fear. Um, and this is myself too, that like fear you think, oh, like you're afraid somebody's the, the dark or the sharks or snakes or yeah. fucking something like that. But in all reality, um, we can brainwash ourselves into that comfort level where we fear stepping out of that box. Mm-hmm. Um, just like we were taught, we, we started, we mentioned this earlier. I think me and my experience being out here and meeting people and new opportunities, I've held myself back. Yeah, pause you real quick. Because it says stream health is yellow. Can you refresh this? Yeah. What we got going on here? No, I think it seems like you know. What? I don't know if we're. I don't know if we're live. It's a yellow, yellow fucking thing. Here, let me uh, let me pull it up on the phone real quick. Goddamn technology. Good. I didn't mean anything I was saying, anyways. No, I know. Let's see if it, if it comes on my phone, we're good. And. You know, it's loading. One watching now. What the fuck, man? Oh, we're good, dude. All right, cool. Sorry for interrupting you. It's all right. Where were we? Talking about fear and things. Okay, yeah. No, so, so anyways, so I've been talking about fear, and now I've been really having this hard time with life, I guess, just in general, especially the past few weeks, actually leading up to Thanksgiving. Yeah. I was really having a hard time because I was working so much, and I was so burnt out, and I was doing everything that I didn't want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, what I was doing was keeping me alive and surviving and paying my bills and fucking whatever the case may be. But I felt like I just had sold my soul to the devil. Yeah. Like I was no longer Pat. I was no longer intact with my mind the way that I wanted yeah. to be. Um, and it started to be unhealthy. Yeah. And, and honestly, that's one of my b- biggest fears, you know, um, I gotta think how I want to phrase this. Um, like I would hate to find myself when I'm 
or here, how about this? You know when you like go into certain stores or you're, you're just throughout your day you're going running your errands and you see someone in like their 40s or 50s and they're doing a job that you know like you, you could probably do a 15 year old could probably do and you right. know they're just doing it because they have to do it because of some financial obligation or they have kids or doing something that where you know they don't want to be there and you can just see that on their fucking face i would hate for me to be 50 years old working a job that i am not passionate about or you know loving like I, the only reason i'm there is just because i need a paycheck to support my family uh-huh you know and that's something i've been reflecting on a lot in this last couple of months and i think we're both on the same page which is weird dude i think i think <laughs> there's a very large percentage of people now maybe they're not do, maybe they're not doing a, a 15 year old's job or a job that somebody out of yeah. high school could do i mean there are some people but there's also people that get stuck in these corporate jobs or um they basically like i said give up their soul solely to work to get off of work yeah so what was happening to me because i don't want to get into that whole thing what was happening to me was I'm working basically Monday through Saturday, nonstop. Yeah. Saturday night I have off, Sunday, chill, and do it all over again. Yeah. I'm talking like 75, 80 hours, like some stupid fucking. I know, dude. You you work more than anybody I fucking know. And, for what? And every single and I and I and I, I know that there's a better life out there. Like I've lived yeah. a better life, and. I really had a hard time accepting that that I was scared to move on to something else uh -huh. which is crazy because this is coming from a guy that dropped everything that I knew to in Jersey yeah. th and moved out here back in March and now sitting here a few months later saying that not that I'm worse off but I'm a lot more fucking confused right now than I was yeah. months well, dude, ago you know how many times have we had the conversation like um, where we're like if you don't have a direction and you just feel like you, it's like kind of being like lost in a forest you don't know what path to take. You're just wandering around in the fucking trees, just looking around, and you just, you just feel fucking pointless. And right. I think that's kind of like where you fell into. And I, I myself, I think I fell into that too. Well, I think I think a big thing too is that me and you are all about preaching freedom and being able to do what we want and everything. But there's a there's something in that that nobody ever brings up. Everybody wants to be their own boss, yeah, um, and not be held accountable by anybody else. Yeah. But with that being said, the only way that you can live that lifestyle is you are responsible enough to hold yourself accountable yeah, for which everything. is hard which is very difficult it's to do hard. you know how many times would you rather like for me i could say that when i wake up in the morning to go to work like how if i could just if it was up to me i would sleep an extra two hours yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah 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 um but to pull that up and realize that you have to be responsible to make that decision yeah um it's tough man yeah well no shit i mean obviously i'm not gonna say too much because I don't want to right now, but there's, you know, some big decisions that I think me and you are going to be making here real soon that people are going to find out eventually that, um, it's huge risk. There's a lot of risk to it. Um, one being that we could stay and keep doing what exactly what we're doing and we're staying in the comfort zone. And then, you know, cause we don't want to risk losing what we've worked for and getting out of that comfort zone and failing. And, but, Obviously, there's so many fucking motivational speakers and all these like live coaches and fucking memes everywhere that say shit, which we post memes all the time, too. But when you actually get to that bridge, which I think we're both trying to cross right now, it's fucking intimidating as fuck and scary. Because yeah. like I know I got like I'm going through some fucking things where I'm trying to think like, God damn, am I making the right decision? Do I want, or do I should I stay in the comfortability of, you know, 
what I'm doing right now or should I try, you know, new things or take risks and like, like, and I always, it always comes back to me being like, well, I don't want to be fucking 50 and hate my life. I like, I want to be 50 and be like, I'm doing what I'm passionate 100%. about. 100%. You know? Look, dude, I'm 24. You're about to be 25. I'd rather make a fucking big mistake right now. Yeah. And no, than to have not made it and, and continue. Because honestly, if I continue to do what I'm doing like this, yeah. like I'm going to fucking break. Yeah. Like everybody's got a breaking point. And I feel like I was getting really close to just like, just snapping like to the point where like, not that I'm like going to fucking go off myself or anything like that. But yeah. what I mean by that, it's like to the point where I go into work and somebody tells me to do something and I'm just kind of like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. You know, no, yeah, I feel you dude. And that is not who that's exactly what I was talking about. The dude, it fucking it wears on you, man. If you're doing something, I'm sure a lot of people can fucking relate. If you're doing something every day that you know is not progressing, um, you, in the way that you want to progress. Cause I feel like, you know, like I want to grow myself spiritually, mentally, and physically, you know, and I would hope my day, it revolves around the, that growth. And when I'm spending a huge amount of time and it's not really going towards those three huge elements or the three elements of who I, what make me who I am, then I, I, it tears at my, for me, it tears at my soul. You know, like how long can you continue to do it? And I feel like a lot of people are stuck with that. Like, have you, there's a quote. It's like, um, where uh, graveyards are the, the the most wealthiest place because it's where dreams go to die, uh -huh. and that's like one of the, my biggest fears is where it's like I was just too fucking afraid to jump in and like pursue my dream. Yeah, I I've always wanted to be an example. You know, I've always tried to be somebody people can look up to in certain extents. Now, like certain things, like it's funny because, like for instance, like I smoke cigarettes. Like yeah. that's a bad example for some people. Yeah. Or for most people or anybody really. Yeah, for so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like Friday. that's something I try and be, kind of be discreet about, you know? Yeah. Um, because I don't want to give off that 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 false image to somebody, but because I want to influence somebody, I want the moves that we're gonna be making here in the future. I want to be able to look back a year from now, and even if it only helped one person to make that same push across the bridge that we're about to walk across. Yeah then at least we know that we gave something. All I want, dude, is my fucking freedom. Yeah. That's what I want at the end of the day. I want my freedom. we got to wake up and go to work just like everybody else. Yeah. So why not do something that we want to fucking do? Yeah, work towards something you want. I feel you. And I think one of the another biggest life lessons I've learned this year, since this year is coming to an end, I think if you listen to the earlier podcast, I talk a lot about money. Um, and I've always known that money isn't everything. But I remember at one point in my life, I thought that money could definitely influence your health, your happiness, which which it can. It, well, money isn't happiness, but without money, you're not happy. That's for sure. Because the stresses of like financial problems, like not being able to pay your bills and living paycheck to paycheck is not a fucking fun life. And that's something me and you have both been uh -huh. where we know what it's like to not have anything or not know right or have the the security where it's like ah shit am i gonna have enough money for this fucking week right you know and shit i i mean that kind of it built some character but so i kind of think i got a little obsessive on the money and i've kind of felt that way but then i got to the point in my life where money was no longer an issue and i felt like Money, everything I money had ain't a problem if yeah, I got it. it money wasn't a problem like money is not a problem yeah. for me right now right. you know yeah and um with that being said, it's like now I look at myself. Okay, okay, I have money. Got money in the bank. I'm not worried about bills at all. Even if I got fired and had no job, I'd be, I'd be fine for a good amount of time. 
but I still feel like I got a void in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, that's then, then I, that's when I started questioning myself. I'm like, oh, God, okay, now I got the money. Now what, dude? Now, it's, now it's, what? Where, where's where's that? Where's the feeling of content or satisfaction at anymore? Like I I don't I'm not I'm not, I'm not feeling it. So now I'm like freaking out because I don't want to be. Stuck. Like, like, I mean, just perfect example. We, me and me and Jacob were chatting with somebody today and he gave us a prime example. He's doing something that he loves and he gets paid like $200,000 a year. Yeah. He got offered a job where he could have made $350,000 a year, but he would have disliked what he was doing. He said, no, I'm going to continue to do what I'm doing. And that's really the point that I want to be at. I want to be at a point where I can live comfortably doing what I want to do, you know, do being yeah. able to do whatever I want and not have to put yourself in a position where, I don't know. I want to be able to be Patrick Solomon. Yeah. I want to be able to be Patrick Solomon. Yeah. Can you move your phone, Cassie? Thanks. Okay. <laughs> it does. It picks up a little signal sometimes when you like things go off. Um, totally. Totally. Cause obviously I'm in sales and that's when I realized it too. Cause I closed it, uh, I closed some deals and I made some money and I didn't do anything for me. I was like, mm. Okay. I, I, I get the satisfaction out of directly helping somebody. Yeah. If I even like maybe not even work related, but somebody some old lady needs help freaking carrying groceries in the grocery store, somebody needs they'll get their car pushed. Like little stuff like that actually really is a revelation to me in a spiritual sense because I feel like whenever I do those things, maybe I'll mention it to you or Travis or, but I don't, yeah. I don't publicize that. I do yeah, this. I don't like but, to do but, that but I, but I, I feel like by doing it, it almost makes me intact. Like with a God or whatever is watch. It makes me feel like somebody else saw yeah. me do that in a yeah. way, which, um, and I, and I feel like on the truck and on the track that we're walking on, it takes a brave soul, but I don't think we're doing it alone. Yeah. I think somebody has got our back. We just have to believe in ourselves that we can accomplish anything. Which it sounds super cliche, you know, yeah. with like, because everybody's always says like, oh, money isn't everything. You, you know, I want to help people. Like this is like go to thing, right? That's like what yeah, everybody but, but, says. But, but but if you're, I'm not just saying this shit because I want to say it. this has been well thought out. What I'm fucking yeah. saying, what I'm saying, I mean, people fucking could say this shit in cliches or whatever the fuck, just to get attention or to act like they're going on the right path. Yeah. And I'm not saying everybody does that, mm-hmm. but I have full yeah. intentions of living that. I have full intentions of living that life and see where it goes. Yeah. I told you from day one, the reason I came out here was to surprise myself, man. Yeah. And I'm ready to, because right now what I'm doing, I'm actually a little disappointed in myself and I'm ready to like, yeah, that's kind of in a way that's kind of how I feel like I'm proud of myself in one aspect, but the same and the other time I feel like there's more I could be doing. There's more to my life that I need to do. And that's what honestly kind of, you know, how you talk about like everybody talks about these kind of things, like progressing in life, helping the, uh, someone that's in need money is and everything. These are all like really cliche, um, ideas that everybody talks about. It's kind of, it's almost frustrating because everybody like preaches this, but it's super hard. You know, to really like sit down and sit here and be like, I'm going to sacrifice my, my money, my time, my, you know, whatever you want to call my spirit, like my actual well-being for someone else. It's a lot of work and it takes a lot of risk and a lot of sacrifice too. And that's what I'm figuring out. But I feel like that's something that 
is what I need as a as a human or whatever you want however you want to phrase think, it, but it's, it's something like a necessity to feel content. I think where the roadblock is with that for most people is because somebody anybody can do anything for a pure, you know for a short amount. Of, you could be the best person in the world for a fucking day or for a week. Yeah, consistency, man. Consistency, but doing things for the right reason. Yeah. Like, like, like for instance, somebody's pulled over on the side of the road or whatever, and they need to push or whatever yeah. the case may be. If you stop to help them because you think that God's going to fucking help you win the fucking lottery or something, then you might as well just keep fucking driving. Or you stop to help them so you can pull out your fucking Snapchat and be right. like, I'm helping this person out. Which I hate when people do that shit. And that, and I <laughs> feel like that's such ball, a lot. That's such a I fucking hate. That. Like, you know, like all this fucking, um, those YouTube, I think we've talked about this before, but you know, those YouTube videos where it's like, homeless. Oh, I'm going to help out a homeless guy yeah. and get his life story. It's like, fuck off. Why don't you do it without a camera? Dude, I was thinking of a good idea that we should do. Uh, it involves a homeless person. Are we recording but, it too? But, but <laughs> wait, no, wait, 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 but making, but, but make, but like making, making them money or something like, uh, like we'll do ten push-ups for every dollar and they give it to this homeless person. We do ten push-ups. Yeah, so we're not doing anything besides just trying to promote this person to make some more money. Wait, we're doing push-ups or they're doing push-ups? No, we're doing push-ups. Oh, it's like a fundraiser. Right. Oh, okay. You know, for the right, we, there's, we we seek no benefit out of that. Yeah. So all uh, so like people pay us to do push-ups. No, they're paying them. Yeah, but we, no, but yeah, yeah, but we give the money to them. They're they're paying to see us do push-ups. Yeah. And he just happens to have the can they're putting the money in. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that might be a better idea, dude. I don't think we're going to do push-ups for money, dude. Yeah. Here's a dollar to do, what, 10 push-ups? That's a lot of... It's a lot of push-ups. A dollar per 10? That's not that bad. Nah. I can do that. We can make somebody. We yeah, but if someone gives you 20 over. bucks, dude, it's 200 push-ups. Yeah, but then we walked the fuck away from that homeless person. <laughs> I was Yo, like, I was only, I'm only coming Yo, out. Dude, I honestly, making... I wouldn't want to do a homeless person because I want to like make sure the money's going to like a good place. You know, I want to make sure that homeless person like it's not someone hospital. who just wants to do drugs. You know, yeah, children, dude. Children, I have the most sympathy for. Can't fuck with the children. The children, man. One thing I miss about being a kid is purity, bro. When do you think you actually matured? Matured? I haven't even matured yet. Yeah, I feel like I'm going into maturity phase. Like I, feel, I know I'm, I feel like I feel like a lot of yeah I can I mean I I look at it like my life from age I don't know ten to seventeen because I went to boot camp as soon as I turned eighteen ten to seventeen was same. one thing I don't really remember much I really don't remember much about high school and if I really kind of think about it, I will yeah it's a little blur. but then I would say that was my biggest jump is when I hit eighteen once I hit eighteen <laughs> I. Uh, I left and like I feel like from 18 to 24 now like this is the part of life I can remember but right now is really a big self-evaluation yeah. phase for me. Yeah. You know when you were when you were 20, did you say this? I feel really mature for my age. I know I did. I thought I was fucking mature as fuck as a 20-year-old or a 21-year-old and a 22-year-old yeah. and 23-year-old. Well, I only get I get that because other people make me feel that way. Yeah, because I, because if I tell I've talked to plenty of people where I've, oh you know I've had well, how old are you and I say I'm 23 or 24 how yeah. old was it time they're like oh I thought you were at least like you know 25 at least yeah. one or two years older um, I, still, I still got a baby face yeah. so well that's I think that's that's what's been big for me is I I've came to the uh, or coming to because I don't think I'm all the way there but I've definitely realized how ignorant I really am you know uh, when you're like 18 to 20 you're kind of like you you know you have time. 
before you got to get serious about life. I feel like when people first get out of college or like when we first got out of the Marine Corps, you're like, oh shit, now I'm here. If you go to college, then you go to college. But like once you leave college then you're like, all right, this is it. Like either I'm finding my career or I get stuck doing something else. Right. So well, yeah, I, I think it's crucial. I think but that's when like you start like you get a little panic. Because you're like, okay, what am I gonna do to pay for the bills and pay for the money? If you don't, if you don't have a fucking like rich ass fucking parent to like take care of you, you know. I, I get that, and I think. Like that, I feel from there, tw- I think I think there's an issue with that though. I think what the issue is is that people our age are so caught up in thinking that we have to fucking have everything figured out by right now. Because look, look at the conversation we're having right now, saying how mature that we think we are, blah blah blah. This, and that. And we're, I'm, well, not I'm saying, saying I'm, I'm saying I'm not we're saying, not, and I'm not saying that we're not mature for our age. But ten years from now, when let's say we're both thirty-four years old, yeah, and we look back when we're twenty-four, we'd be like, we didn't know shit. But yeah. I do know one thing: we have good fucking intentions, yeah. and good intentions can go a long fucking way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> no, for sure. You got me excited. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Uh, that fucked me up, dude. <laughs> you broke my train of thought. I feel like I had something really good, something pressing to say. Um, Intention, man. Yeah. Uh, fuck. But I think we're taking the right steps. Yeah. Uh, like you said, like there's nothing wrong with not knowing what you want to do with your life. But I think on a bigger spectrum, like we're talking about jobs. A lot of people are caught up in the, like thinking they have to fucking have their, their husband already picked out and they needed to have kids and they need fucking... Dude. Their whole life. I know we have a. Already. I know we have a girl helping us right now. Do the cameras? Thanks, Cassie. But fucking girls, we're going here again. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> right, Why? Let's, let's play ball. Okay, this is my experience, and it's just mine. So it's my opinion. So if it offends anybody, it's is what it is. But I always feel like I've, seen, I've I have a lot of guy friends, right? And I have a lot of girlfriends, and over time and time and time again, this is the. This is the uh, the pattern. Guy and girl meet each other. Guy thinks he likes her. Girl thinks he likes guy. They start hanging out a little bit. Guy's like, nah, I don't want to commit. Girl's like, hey, I want a relationship. Guy gets scared, backs off. Girl gets fucking pissed, leaves. And this is like the routine over and over again. So like in my position, I'm always like, why do these girls are so desperate to get in a relationship? It's, and, I think- but at the same time, I guess girls could be like, well, why are guys so scared to be in a relationship? <laughs> But actually, I have a pretty good answer for that. I, I know why I'm scared to be in a relationship. That's the person you spend the rest of your life with. Well, it's scary. See, I think there's like there's like there's some holes in that because I agree. I do agree that that girls are like that. But <laughs> but Got not it. not all not all girls. Not I've all also, girls. Because I've also met guys that want their fucking whole. Oh, life dude, they're so yeah, and, and, those, and are, those are some fucking weird guys. Though. And those uh, beta males. I, I I think where we differ. Like me, me and, and you, you, no, me and you as a whole against other people. Oh, is that we've seen the heartache and heartbreak of people rushing into these things? Yeah, but especially, a lot of people, especially, have. well, no, especially in the military, is what I'm saying. Oh, it's like, a big thing. We, how many people, how many friends did we see get married when they're 18, 19, 20 years old? And they just go to shit. And go to shit and get divorced. Yeah. That's got to put some sort of like conscious in the back of your head. My thing is that I don't know what the fuck's going to happen or what I'm going to be doing. And I don't want anything right now to hold me here. Same thing when I was in New Jersey. I didn't want, if I knew if I continued to stay in New Jersey, something eventually was going to keep me in New Jersey and I was mm-hmm. never going to leave. It's kind of like the old saying, like you got to keep your feet moving. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. And, and, and I'm not saying 
I, I'm not, I wouldn't ever. Well, know, they call it settling for a reason. Or I wouldn't, or I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be like right now. I, you know, I don't want to be in a relationship. I can't tell you what my life's going to be like a year or two yeah. from now. Um, well, it's a lot of responsibility to be it, in a relationship. It, it's, that's the thing. I think that I have biggest. It's I don't the, think it's, people, the, it's the consistency. I like the companionship. The companionship is yeah. great, but the consistency is why I run into issues. Is that I I feel like I have an obligation to entertain and talk to somebody. Yeah. Um, constantly, and maybe that that's just the way that I perceive it. But if I'm not doing that, then I'm the bad guy. Yeah. And totally. Then if I care about somebody and somebody is like upset with me, like then I have. Then if, if this if I care about the person, mm-hmm. if I don't give a fuck, I'm gonna tell them fuck off. But if I care <laughs> yeah. about the person, then I feel like I need to make an effort, guy, girl, yeah, 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 to to, to better the situation. Um, but I know where we talked about this earlier. But I know where like I it usually ends. Is that tell bo- the world. It's what tell the world. It's boredom. It's boredom. It's usually where like. The relationship goes past like the lust and like the like ooh googly eyes hugging cuddling all that bullshit and then it's like okay let's just sit in a room and hang out like me and you when we hang out we have a fucking good ass time we're joking we're laughing we're having a good time and i think i like this doesn't sound bad but like no offense to the girls i've like had relationships with but it's like majority of time when i think about the relationships i've been i've never been with a girl that really made me laugh i've always been the guy that's made the joke and laughed at my own jokes Girls and i'm funny <laughs> <laughs> no but seriously i i was I, like i really thought i went through all my relationships like have i ever i'm just trying to think like which girl really like made me laugh and then i'm thinking like honestly most of the times like i laugh when i hang out with the girl but then i'm like honestly it's just me being the clown and i just entertain myself and then I'm like, okay, well, dude, maybe some, some girl's going to see this. She's going to be like, oh, oh dude, dude yeah. Some fucking jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, think about it because then when you, she wants to hang out and you're like, once you're past the whole, like fucking lovey dovey fucking phase, which, you know, it comes to an end because reality comes in. Then you're like, God damn it. I got to hang out with her and entertain her. When you're like, I just want to hang out with my boys or I want to play video games or I want to fucking do whatever the fuck I want. I think, I think. Cause what are you gonna oh, do wait, when wait, a girl comes wait, over? Here's, wait, here's here's the thing. I think there's. I think I see a light at the end of the tunnel for you. I am. You're a light. Yo, you. In a way, is is that? I think the girl that you need to date is has to be proactive. So you're you're that, you're, you're, you're yeah. so you're speaking you're speaking from somebody that is relying on you to give ideas and thoughts of what to do. Yeah, but I've, I've well, no, so, I've so, talked to proactive girls. I I just feel like. It, for a successful relationship, Maybe you just want the cake and eat it too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might be right. No, I'm just saying. Like, I feel like for a compatible relationship, you have to enjoy each other, not just the whole lovey-dovey stuff, but you have to enjoy him as a friend. You know, well, that's why. That's and having, you're, yeah. And I think a lot of people um, our age, and I think the younger generation, I think it just takes time for maturity. Is that people? They, they start a relationship with a with a girl or a guy and that they're not really friends with, you know, and with Tinder and Bumble and all these like kind of things, you know, you get like forced relationships, which Jim brought up one time. We got an argument about it, but I wouldn't say forced love because I still think it's you can ha- you can find a relationship out of it. But I think it, it sets you up for like, OK, when we hang out, our intentions are both to be in a relationship and then you kind of skip a phase where you're like, well, let's just see if we even have like any of the same hobbies or like maybe we like, you know, I enjoy just hanging out with you for just the point of hanging out with you, not because I'm trying to fucking sleep with you or some fucking shit, you know, like I want to call you over I mean, because, that, that hey, maybe be we'll build, build a fucking boat. I mean, <laughs> I mean that, that would be ideal. To, you know what I mean? To, to be able to 
Because you I have. Guess, I guess. I guess almost like a girl being a like like a bro in a way. Yeah, she but, needs but, to be but, like. But, but exactly, like for me at least, like I would need that. I would need to know that, like I almost like I could talk shit and like. I, like if I was talking shit to you, yeah, you could talk shit back. I mean, obviously the shit talking would be a little bit different. Yeah, for us, but, that's us. Yeah, but I don't know. I just kind of feel like it will it will hit me in the face yeah. when it's time. Like for, like me and you can hang out every day. Eventually, we're gonna get like we're gonna get. Oh well, yeah, fights. we so we talked about this. I said that. I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, I like hanging out with you. I like hanging out with my brothers. I like hanging out with my yeah. family. But if I. I, after a certain amount of time, I want to be left the fuck alone. Yeah. Not be around anybody. But, but if I'm hanging out with the same person over and it's happened plenty of times yeah. with friends, especially in my childhood. Yeah. I hang out with a friend like seven. I don't know if this ever happened with you and Jimmy or anything, but like for a week straight or 10 days straight. And how it always ended was getting in a fist fight every single <laughs> yeah. time. No, yeah. Because we were playing something and something that wouldn't have pissed us off on day one fucking is making you rage on day yeah. 10. But then when hanging out with girls, though, that shit can hit in like the second day. We're like, fuck, get the fuck out of my house. You know? Well, what do you think married couples do, bro? That's what I'm saying. See, I don't know. I really See, the don't. only See, way a marriage for me as a non-married person, I mean, we need a married person here right now, for it to work is that you better fucking be best friends with your wife. Well, Because you it's not going to work. You hear that. You hear that in a relationship. You have to be so they're like, friend. oh, she, you know, she's my best friend or whatever the case may be. Because you're going to fight. That's a given. But if you can't hang out with each other and just enjoy each other's company, there's a fucking problem. And I think a lot of relationships that revolve around just like a sexual instead of a, a friendship. Well, like you said, well, we were talking about this, like looks, they're great. But after, I don't know what analogy you use, but after a certain amount of time. I use an analogy? It, yeah, actually, you know, it would be like fucking eating steak and lobster every night. Let's just say you're eating steak and lobster every single night. Eventually, you're going to get tired of steak and lobster. Yeah. Eventually, you want to just, you know, sometimes you want chicken, mashed potatoes. Yeah. Ice cream. No, I'm not going. I don't know where you're going. With this. I get what you got. I mean, like repetition. I mean, that wasn't boring. that wasn't the best. Analogy, yeah, it wasn't the best analogy. You picking up what I'm putting down? Yeah, I'm picking it up. Okay, picking up some steak, <laughs> some chicken. I'm just telling you, I want some steak and lobster. Yeah, I don't know. Relationships are interesting. That's the whole thing. That for me, it's like I think I see a lot of uh, ages between 20 and 24, or 18 and 24, where all I see on their fucking social media is just bitching about relationships, and it's just like that's your biggest fucking problem right now. You're complaining on Facebook about relationships. And then we just talked about this right before we got on the podcast. It was like, if you're, this is a quote by Patrick Solomon. I don't want to take credit. But if your biggest adversity in life is a bad breakup and your biggest struggle in life was a bad breakup, then you have now haven't been through shit. And I fucking hate, this might sound sexist, but I don't like reading like those fucking memes where it's like, you lied to her, you mistreated her, she's been through this, her heart's broken on the whole time. It's like, yo, fucking... I mean, guys go through shit too, but it's like girls are emotional fucking creatures, man. <laughs> really? I mean, like, 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 let's just put this. Let's like, let's bring just this, let everybody know. Wait, we do have a girl in the room. We're not being. Wait, let's, 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 we're just going to get yelled at this, later. Let's put this in perspective. You want a mic? <laughs> so, 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 so guys have testosterone and girls have estrogen. Yeah. Well, so, no. Yeah. Wait, wait. So wait, listen. So listen. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I'm just thinking about this now. So think about when you get mad and you're raging, your testosterone's fucking pumping and you don't want to fucking punch your head through the wall. Yeah. Got it? Yeah. Now when a girl's estrogen levels are like that. She just wants to fucking bitch someone out. She wants to bitch somebody out and she wants sympathy for all the fucking bad shit that's ever happened to yeah. her. And something that may have not seemed that bad. Dude, all I know is when my estrogen levels are real high, I become a bitch. 
Dude, guys, PMS too, man. You got something to say, Cassie? She you got does. anything to say? Come on, I know, you, I know you got something to say over there. You're, you're shaking your head. You're shaking your head. <laughs> She's like, these motherfuckers. <laughs> this is what like, the thought process of how guys are for girls. I just yeah. want everybody to know. Yeah. A moment, if you're a girl and you're listening to this, you're, this is what yeah, we yeah, think. You guys, are, you, you guys are more than welcome to say that we're fucking wrong. Yeah. We would actually appreciate the, the feedback. Look, like you're 20 fucking th- four. I'm 24. Like we don't, obviously, no, we're both single. We're trying to figure shit out, so we're talking it out, trying to. But you know. dude, I'm not. I'm not trying to. I don't figure, feel like I'm, I'm very not, off. Though. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to figure shit out about relationships right now. Well, yeah. I'm trying to focus on myself, and I yeah. think that ties into what we're trying to say: is people get sidetracked. So this shit we're talking about, you working and fucking getting caught up in a life that you don't want to be in, but you have a significant other you get to go home to. Yeah. That may be enough to keep you in that path and never get off that yeah. fucking path. My thing is, right now, dude, I'm going fucking off-roading. Yeah. I'm going off-roading and I'm going fast. Well, I'm a firm believer that you, no matter what, no matter what, that you and your life are number one priority. Even when you have kids and even when you have your wife. And I've said this a lot of the times that when I mean, what I mean by that, because it sounds selfish, is that I've always looked at myself like, all right, if I'm number one, I am working on the three elements, my spirit my uh, physicality and my mental capabilities. So me as a boyfriend or a husband needs to be the best I need to be. Yeah. And in return, obviously that's going to be, it's going to be giving her everything she needs. If I'm a father, I need to be the best father I can be. And when I, then when it comes to my career, I need to be doing what's right for me. And it, so for me to say, I am the number one priority, even over my kids, which I don't have, uh, it sounds selfish, but it really, I'm just making myself. I'm. The, I want to be the best version for whoever's dependent on me and whoever I'm dependent on. Because obviously I'm gonna be dependent on my wife one day. No, so which is kind of scary. Because no. I'm turning 25, dude. Like good age to get married is like 28. So it's like, oh fuck. No, dude, <laughs> so this is guy's scary. Well, what you, well, what you were just talking about, it, it reminded me of. I was talking to this one contractor that came into work, and he's very spiritually in tuned, and I didn't really get how he was. Yeah. I just started talking to him about life one day. We were just BSing. And uh, he was telling me what he does on the 1st and the 15th of every month. Yeah, I look fucking, sorry, but I look fucking small. The 1st and the, fi- <laughs> the, and the 15th of every month, he goes up to Sedona and he goes with his group and they meditate. Because I guess he used to have a lot of anger issues and stuff in the in Yeah, the, in I've the heard a lot of good things about meditation. Meditation, they sing along the chants and stuff. But he said. I don't know about chants. Well, like, 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 mm, nah, like I would pass on that too. Right, <laughs> Hard no maracas. <laughs> so like, the next thing you know, no, someone's no, so, some peyote, so, like smoke this. Dude. So, so he comes so, to the afterlife. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so he do, wait. So he does this. He goes up there and they do it at night. Like they go up there at like ten o'clock at night and they do this. And that's they how you it, get. They do it. They, they do it for like like four hours. Do some peyote and then fucking. Yeah, that's how you get. This is how you get gang banged, dude. Some fucking dude you nah, work with. He's like, hey man, I got a group. No. They're super chill, man. We go up to the mountains, real desolate. We get no technology, man. We smoke some peyote, sit down, sit. Mm, all guys don't worry, no girls don't want any sexual tension. Next thing you know, you just wake up butt naked and bruised, dude. It's not happened yet. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't went yet. <laughs> Yeah. So, <laughs> wait, wait, listen. I have a good point. This looks a comic relief. I know. Yeah. I got you. I got you. I want to do. Stand I was gonna up. let you. I was gonna let you have at it. Thanks. <laughs> no. So he says every time he goes up there, though, when he comes back, his like soul and spirit is just like 
it's gonna tie into what you said. Just stick with me. It's like so <laughs> revived, rejuvenated yeah. that like you could just I could tell like I pay attention now whenever he comes to the store and it's like close to being like the second or the third or it's the sixteenth, seventeenth. I could just tell a different occurrence of his yeah. be of his well being. But he said kind of like what you just said that when he takes care of himself like that. He says when he takes care of himself as number one, it's better for everybody. Yeah. He says I'm a better wife or a better my a better husband. You know I'm better to my kids. I'm better at work. Yeah. Because all my stress and my everything is 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 gone. Like the the gentleman we were talking to today, great point. Never really thought about it before. But all the stress, well, ninety nine percent of the stress, besides some things happen accidentally. Yeah. Is caused by poor preparation. Yeah. For sure. It's true. 100%, dude. But to be properly prepared, and I think this has probably been one of the number one fucking things I think we've pushed on this podcast, is fucking being one with yourself, self-reflection, self-evaluation, just knowing who you are. It's right? tough because it's easy to lie to yourself. Yeah, oh, yeah. And and it's I've caught, I've and, caught myself, man. I've and really it's caught scary. myself. Yeah. Yeah, it's scary because when you look at yourself, then you got to critique. And this is what ties in what you're saying. It's like, yeah, everybody wants to be their own boss. Everybody wants to do that. But when you're your own boss, you're accountable for yourself. And then you start thinking, it's like, oh, what time did I wake up today? What did I do with my day? Did, what did I accomplish today? Oh, fuck, I didn't do shit. And it's like, yeah, you want to be your own boss and be successful. But it's like, these are the things you got to take, the steps you got to take. And it's not fucking easy to even look at yourself like that. Mm-hmm. And well, I think no, well, it's for, well, you. Nobody, nobody wants to be told they're wrong or they're they're flawed in this way or that way. No, especially from from somebody else. But coming from yourself, it's hard. It's fucking difficult. Cause you gotta admit it. Well, and then like so, like that guy, he has his fucking gangbang wolf coyote fucking shit, right? But like for us, I think <laughs> 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 you know, fuck it. Uh, <laughs> like but like for us, like I think the pot. <laughs> he said gangbang coyote shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude, coyotes are like, you know, there's a book about like the Indians, they used to worship coyotes. They're like a very crazy animal, man. They're really cool. You know, they're good animals. Anyways, like for us, I think the podcast is one of our fucking things that we do. Because when we need to have podcasts, especially with just us two, we're like going over our own lives. And we have to like reflect on what. And I can't sit here and be like, yeah, I've done this, this, and this, and this. And deep down, no. Yeah, I'm not. That I'm a fucking, I'm fucking up. You know? I, I, I know from at least past podcasts and you probably can agree to it. If she's watched them. Is that if one of us kind of gets caught up in some bullshit and the other person knows it's not fucking true, it's we'll like, fucking call each other fucking yeah. out on that shit. Yeah. And that's honestly, it's hard because not many people have that relationship with somebody else um, to tell them that they're fucking well, up. And with themselves, dude, think about how many people just fucking blow their own horn. It's like, dude, do you even like look at yourself, man? But listen, I, I also want to say that mm. we have this whole perception of, the way that we want our lives to be not everybody wants to fucking work for, for some or by themselves or be yeah. big bad and and, yeah. and and not have kids at a young age or a relationship so I'm not I don't want anybody to think we're knocking them if if it's just what we want and how we're getting there and if if you are in the same kind of shoes we're in hopefully we you know you could take well I think it's it's just the big thing is that if you're not happy with what you're doing Fix it, right? Fix it, but be strategic about it. Um, because there's been times where I've just was like, fuck it, I'm not going to work anymore. Good example. <laughs> I'm going to bring up girls again, but I know there's guys that have done this too. It's like, have you ever heard anybody say this? I just came out of a four-year-old four year bad relationship. That statement to me 
is just fucking retarded. Sorry for re- that. I guess we can't say. Well, oh, dude, I said no, retarded. Dude, everybody knows no, what I mean. No, I don't dude, mean to be bro, offensive. Listen, to but listen, listen. You know what that is, bro? That's fucking manipulation. Somebody is manipulated to stay into the relationship because they don't think they can do anything better. And not all cases. Well, but not all cases. cases. I guess there's those cases too. But at the same time, if you're not happy in a relationship, you need to look at yourself and be like, is this guy right for me? Or if you're thinking, um, I don't want to go through the fucking trouble of breaking up, which I've heard yeah, no, people sure. say that to be like, oh, why didn't you break up? Oh, I don't want, you know, we have, we live in the same place. We have a lot of things together. I just don't know if I can go through with it. It's like, what the fuck? So you're just going to live your whole life like that. And then five years later when they're fucking 27 with two kids and then like, I'm over it. And then you're like, well, now you're fucked. Yeah. Well, you're not fucked. You can always come out, but you're, you're behind. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. got handicapped for sure. And I think that I don't like that's that. But some some people don't know any better, man. That's the other thing too. Yeah, I guess. So no, seriously, think about yeah, this. Yeah. I mean, that's true too. If you don't know any better, and fucking James Dean or James Dean comes sweep you off your fucking feet with a cape on. Yeah. Everybody was the greatest yeah. thing ever. You don't know. You, you came get, from a so, fucking so, childhood so something, or something. So, so, wait, something something that you get, and this is something a lot of addicts uh, experience, is you get euphoric recall. So yeah. let's say that. So let's say you're dating somebody in the sex, first six months of the best six months of your life. Yeah. Then things get a little shaky the next six months, and then all of a sudden you guys are fighting all the time. Yeah. And then let's say you're having one, you have one or two good days out of the week, and the rest are all fucking shit mm-hmm. as your relationship, which you're always gonna go back to to keeping you in. You're like, oh, we stick together in tough times, um, and you go back to the times like, oh, this this yeah. is the great times, but you have to realize that the tough times you're stuck in are they. Um, are they are they not getting better? Is is that past behind you, um, or is it actually going somewhere? Is it dead end? Mm. You know, and some people maybe they don't have the experience or they don't know any better. Just stay in sad. a relationship. That's sad. Because I like how I always look at relationship relationships is consistency. If you're consistently fighting, it's a bad relationship. If you're consistently happy with them, it's a good relationship. So I guess for any relationship people out there, if you're consistently unhappy. Cut the tie. Cut the tie. Yeah, and and it, and I will say this too. What what you should do is, hey, is you, no seriously. If you if you cut the tie with somebody, don't and burn you, the and you give and you well yeah don't burn the bridge. But if you cut the tie with somebody and you give, let's say give it a month, I would say after thirty days, yeah, you you're can, gonna you're gonna be aware if you miss you're the gonna person. Go if, you, if you if you miss the person. Or if you just miss certain things about the relationship, not actually physically about the person, just the person filling yeah, the spot. For sure. Like how many times have you seen, like, I know, like I followed, this kind of sounds crude, but I followed like a lot of like, like Facebook. The cool thing about Facebook is you get to see where all your friends from a long time ago are, where they're at and what kind of relationships they're in. Like the, the girls and the guys that have always been in a relationship from middle school were always in a relationship, right? And I don't think... That's just because me, I like being single or some shit. I think it's because like they were so caught in a habit of being in a relationship that once that space got taken out, it's not that they're like, oh, this girl's the right one for me. It's more like, oh, I'm so accustomed to this lifestyle of having a, a female companion that they can't go on without it. Because I know a lot of friends like right when they come out of like a three or four year relationship that went to shit within like a fucking month, they already got a girlfriend. It's like, how the fuck did you get a girlfriend so fast? Uh-huh. God damn. It's like they don't know any better. It almost becomes in a way and something I something I fear I think I challenge myself being dependent to it, is being dependent on somebody else for your own happiness yeah 
if you can't make yourself fucking happy, that's huge, dude. Like for me, for girls, like if I I want to date a girl, <laughs> this is fucking weird. But like I I would want to be with a girl that I know like if I died or like broke up with her, they think she'd be hundred percent perfectly fucking fine. Uh huh. Because like if I would die her and she's like, oh, oh fuck, oh god, I'm she'd, fucked. She'd be perfectly well, fine. She'd be like, I fucking hated that guy. I kill him anyways. I'm sure it's motherfuckers. Nah, I don't know why we always get in relationships. Maybe, maybe want, deep maybe, down, but maybe, but maybe deep down, both of us want a relationship. Nah. Damn. 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 Do you guys hear that? Fuck. I, I only want a relationship like six days out of the week, though. Five days, maybe. Only at nighttime. Only at night. <laughs> don't bother. Don't bother. Don't bother me till seven o'clock. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, where are we at, dude? We're we're getting there. We where can, are we, we fucking can, we at? Can, uh, I'm getting hungry as fuck. We could be fuck. done here. We're no, wait, where are we at? Fifty minutes. We're at forty-four minutes, 44 dude. Minutes. No, we got fifty minutes. I got some. We could talk some more about some yeah, shit. We could talk some more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What? Dude, let's talk about. Uh, we went. So we went up to uh, to Jacob's house for Thanksgiving, and yeah, we can go here. Yeah, I think there's a huge thing wait, in life. Backstory. No, I'm going in like this. Okay. There's a huge thing in life um, where I think when you have a huge amount of people together, it's not healthy. Uh, elaborate. Okay. What's, what's a huge amount of people? Like a city. Okay. I think you're missing necessities of being a human. And like for me, I, I could tell like I missed, I was really, really starting to miss nature and being one with the world like if you think about it dude when you're out walking around in the desert or going on a hike or in the forest or like hunting or doing just outdoorsy stuff this is the only thing that you can relate to from someone 10,000 years ago it's the only thing is nature when you sit down or lay in a like a, a meadow and you're listening to the wind blow and the pl- trees you know all this and the pl- animals wandering around it's the only fucking thing that you can relate to that you know someone 10,000 years ago has experienced the same exact thing and that's like a hum- that's been part of humanity forever is to be one with nature and use nature to grow and like develop yourself. And I think when you go to like places like LA when there's 20 million people in the city, it's it can't be too fucking like it can't be fucking healthy. Like for me, it just doesn't seem healthy. And I know like for myself, like when I'm by myself, I'm freaking the fuck out. You know what I mean? When you're by yourself, or like when I'm in the city for a very long time, I'm freaking out. I uh, I agree. No, with with what you're saying with the na- nature, I've lost sight of nature, dude. I came out here like when I the first few weeks I was out here, I was like, I was like in love. I mean, I still love nature. I I really like the sunsets and sunrises here, but I was in love with the mountains and the scenery here. Yeah. And after a month went by, and I got sucked into my own little world. It's like it doesn't even matter, and, it, and that's not how I want things to be. I really think maybe we should devote a day of nature a month, like yeah, really. dude. I think so too, because like I, I like I, when we we went shooting for a long time out there. We went shooting for five hours, dude. Uh-huh. And I like at the end, I remember like I felt dirty, like I had dust all over me, I had shit all over me. I was laying in the dirt, and I like looked at my fans, and I like ah, oh, I miss this. I miss having this fucking feeling where I'm like I'm filthy. Right. It felt fucking good to just right. be like and I'm I, fucking I, filthy right, right and now. I, and I and I I'm past. Wanting to live that life every day. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to live but, like that every day. But it's good because when you come back to the city. It was a relief, man. There's a relief. Everything else seems easier. Yeah. It's an appreciation. 
Because like when you're with nature, you know Mother Nature don't give a fuck. You know, it's like if you're out in Montana and you walk upon a fucking grizzly bear, grizzly bear is like, mm, am I hungry today or not? If I'm hungry, I'm gonna eat your ass. You know, that's just how it is. When you're and then in the city, there's really no natural predator. Besides, I guess yourself, you're your own natural predator when you live in the city. Like, what else is gonna really like? You look at places like, like Colorado and stuff like that or like the Midwest that they face like natural, like, like the fucking cold like tornadoes and shit yeah, like, like that. Yeah. Like the cold, like negative 30 degrees. I feel like that kind of stuff is going to build some character. Whereas, you know, if you're in a place where at least we got the heat here, I mean, I guess that's one natural thing that we got to fucking deal with, but with AC, it's not that bad. But like, you know, like California, it's like just beautiful all year round. Like there's no, and that's, you know, Joe Rogan talks about this a lot too. He's like, he thinks like a lot of this stuff where you have these huge cities that don't have any natural uh, predators. That's why people are so outraged these days is because everything is coming from another human source. Yeah. Be like if you had to face like if every day you were worried about getting attacked by a fucking lion in Africa and having your kids get eaten by a lion, you wouldn't really care if someone said, hey, you're a fucking faggot. Yeah. You know what I mean? You wouldn't be like, oh, political correctness. Not saying that I go around calling people faggots, but I have just saying because I don't I don't want to be like a hypocrite. I have. So sorry. But. I don't think I would really care if I had a lion chasing after my kids. You know what I mean? It right. puts things in perspective. Like, what do I really want to be upset about today? Do I want to be upset because Trump said some fucking stupid shit? Which he does. Do I really want to fucking be so outraged where I have to get online and let everybody know and comment on everybody's fucking stats and be like, I can't believe this. You're delete me off fucking Facebook. You're no longer my friend because this person said this. And it's like, fuck off, dude. Like, there's way no, people, more things people, to worry about. Like, people don't know how people... Like, did you pay your bills today? How about that? Why are you worrying about fucking Trump? How about you fucking go out there and get a job? Like, what the fuck? You know? Yeah, people. That's why I like nature. Perspective, man. Perspective and appreciation of things, man. It's fucking uh, wild. Just went on a fucking rant right there, no, dude. No, I know. I was, <laughs> I, was, I was digging it. I was digging it. <laughs> Got me fucking wild up. Wild up. Dude, is this fucking egotistical? Is this camera on me? You can get these uh, cups for $5 on jacobham.com. We only have one, though. There's only one. <laughs> Still only $5, though. <laughs> Limited dish. So we made... Uh, I'm going to wrap this up with a kind of a boring conversation, but I'm going to talk about it. What are you going to talk about? We made honey mead, which a lot of people don't know what it is. It's the oldest alcoholic beverage known to man, over 9,000 years old. They found the earliest recipes of honey mead, which is kind of like wine, but you take honey and you use water and honey and you add yeast, obviously, and it ferments and turns into alcohol. This is what the Vikings did a lot in Scandinavia. What's ferment mean? Uh, <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Elaborate, bro. I don't know how to really define teach, fermentation. Teach, teach, teach something to these people. When things ferment, what is it... You know, yeah, okay. This is where you can come you in. can you uh, open a new tab? Like what? I want to know the actual definition. Like what's the sign? I don't get to define fermentation, please. Yeah, you can type in all kinds of dick cheese right there. <laughs> <laughs> For like what? Like I know what happens. I know what the results are, but I don't know what the actual definition is. Well, that's what I'm trying to figure out. All right. Uh, yeah, click that. Here we go. Fermentation. Everybody ready to get learned? Fermentation is a metabolic process that consumes sugar in the absence of oxygen. This product, this products are organic acids, gastrics, or alcohol. It occurs in yeast and bacteria and also in oxygen-starved muscle cells, as in the case of lactic acid and fermentation. The science of fermentation is known as zymology. 
interesting. So lactic acid, when you build up, it's because of the lack, lack of oxygen when your muscles are being used. So there's another form of fermentation. That's fucking, I did not know that. Hmm. Did not know that. But it makes sense. So that's the byproduct is alcohol and gas. So CO2. So like when we made our, our uh, gallon jugs, we had to have special uh, tops because they'll release that pressure of uh, carbon monoxide. Ethanol is a commercially produced using a process called fermentation. What's ethanol? Ethanol also so called gas. Oh, ethanol is alcohol. Um, ethyl in drinking alcohol chemical. is a chemical compound, a simple alcohol with a chemical formula. C okay, whatever. Many other alcohols can be made this way, but more likely to be produced by synthetic roots from natural gas, oil, or coal. Fermentation is the process in which yeast breaks out sugar into alcohol and carbon dioxide. Oh, carbon dioxide, not my oxide. My bad. Interesting. It's funny how everybody uses the word fermentation, but I wonder how many people can actually say that. I didn't know. Like, I knew it. yeast ate sugar and alcohol was made. But I didn't know it was because the oxygen was being starved, and that's they use sugar as a as a substitute for oxygen. I didn't know that. Well, I'm glad I could teach you something, son. I think I taught you. I don't know. I think. I, Did you I already just, know I'm that? Just a bystander. Did you already know that? No, but you wouldn't know if it wasn't for me. You're right. Thanks, Cassie. Mm-hmm. Bread bacon. Bird bacon. Mm. Yeah. Does that mean d- dough? When you fer- like. Ah, see, I want to know like the whole process of how long does it take for things to be alcoholic, right? I don't know shit about it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, where are we at? I think we can wrap this yeah, up. Yeah, let's though. go. Let's go eat some fucking chow. All right, uh, that was episode thirty. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We're wrapping this up. If you like, yeah, I'm just gonna do this right now because by ourselves. Yeah, go ahead. If you like these fucking shows and episodes with me and Pat talking about fucking all kinds of things, please like, share, subscribe. Also, if you listen to us on iTunes and you have an iPhone, this could really, really help. Is go on the podcast app, which it comes with the phone, and leave a review. Doesn't have to be long, just like a synthesis or anything. If you don't like it, then you know you don't have to leave a review. But if you do, show us some love. I'd really appreciate it. I'll give you a wristband, but probably not though, because I'll probably forget. But if you remind me, I might remember. But then I might forget again. Stay tuned, folks. Cassie is supposed to get a wristband. Big things, <laughs> big things are coming, guys. Big yeah, and stand coming. by for 2018. See, so just watch out because if you're a fan right now, we're gonna we're glad because you're 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 at the beginning phases of something. It's gonna get much bigger. Yeah. Sweet. End that shit. <laughs>